and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hi, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 35. We are talking Halo Combat Evolved for the Xbox. Yeah, this was always coming. Let's be honest, we were always going to be covering Halo. Master Chief was always going to make an appearance. It was just a matter of when. Now, back in the day, uh, I was a PlayStation man. When it came to the next generation console, I made a decision to get PlayStation. Well, I got a GameCube as well, but I got a PS2. And, well, I didn't. Phil did. I mean, brother Raph. Brother Phil Raph, he got one. I never did. I got the Game Boy Advance, and I was a horrible bastard when I got that. I was like, no, I didn't get a PlayStation. What a miserable twat I was when it came to that decision. But I, I went with PlayStation. I never got an Xbox. And I always felt a bit left out when it came to Halo, because Halo has this huge legacy. Whenever a Halo game is even sniffed about, there's 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 chaos. Everyone's like, oh my god, this is going to be the best game of the franchise. And I know Halo has that legacy. It built the Xbox. It was front and center when it came out. And Master Chief is always a gaming icon. And I eventually did get hold of an Xbox. I got it off my friend um, Reds, and I played it. I got it just for Halo 1 and Halo 2, and I had a really good time playing it. I genuinely did. It was a very different shooter that I was used to because of Master Chief having a shield that recharges all the time. Uh, very, very sci-fi-ish. And, yeah, I, know, I didn't know anything about the lore, so it was absolutely great. So the big surprise when it suddenly came was incredible. And But we'll get into that if you've never played it. And I should say with this one, if you've not played Halo 1, and if you've never played a Halo game, I, I'm actually saying this, don't listen to this episode. Go play Halo 1 first, because this, the, the surprise, and it comes in about just after halfway through the game, is incredible. I, the feeling like, holy shit, this just changed. It was brilliant, and it, I, I said I'm not going to go into it. It is a spoiler, we will be discussing that when we discuss the main show later on. Now, my guest this week is Jared. Now, Jared is making his return. We've not seen Jared. When did it, we, it was Crash Bandicoot 1 was last time Jared was on the show. He came down, and it was actually one of the first times in a while I've had someone come down into the den. And we had two microphones this time, so it's not going to be as, well, we weren't cushy on the couch as we have previously. He was sitting on my own, we had our own couch down here, our own drinks, and we just sat there and we talked about Halo and had an absolute blast really we had an absolute great time talking about it um and that is coming so if you don't know uh, we do intros first and uh, we play a few games uh we'll play, play our own game we have news what's been going on this week in the gaming world and then we will get into halo before we go that i've just got to do the plugs we always have to do them unfortunately I know some people are like, but we've got to do them. If you want to support the show, the best way of doing that is a number of, there's a few ways. You can give it a five-star review. Whatever you're listening to this, give it a review. Say if you like it. Say if you don't. It really helps because I want this little community to grow. I want more people to get to know who we are, who this show is. And leaving five-star reviews and comments about how great this show is really helps but another way, if you want to help support this show financially, you can do so over on Patreon, which is at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1.50, you get about two podcasts every month. And that is what we call DLC. And it could be a range of topics. It could be a top 10. It could be gaming events that have gone on. A range of things. As a little bit of a sneak peek, I'm going to show you what happened in episode 11, which was recently our newest episode, where we're talking about the top 10 minigames. 
But the only way of doing it, really, get this big-ass fish, was getting this fucking law called the sinking law. And I had no idea what I was doing. Even when I caught the bastard fish, I'm, like, reeling the bastard in. I'm like, get the fuck! Fucking damn shit! There's times I wanted to get my sword and just get in there and stab it. And just get out of the fucking video! Shit! I spent so long, so many hours fishing, trying to get this big fucker to bite on... And that was DLC episode 11 and my opinion on the top 10 video video games, mini games in video games, I should say. What else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord. We're hoping to build our own little community where we can just chat absolute nonsense. You get a chance to message me one-on-one. You can take part in our games. What else do we do? That's just 16 bits of nonsense. You can take part in Revive or Die, DLC, or comments of the game of the week. Or you can challenge me in Pokemon or Street Fighter Five. Just if you want to have a go, let me know, and you can get in touch. And I've constantly gone about Twitch. Sorry, it's not. It's just on the back burner. I will get done. I've got a list of things to do. Chris has given me a list of things I need to get done. It's like homework. He's given me homework that I need to do, so I will get that sorted. But let's just go. Well, that's all the Patreon stuff sorted, I should say. Patreon.com forward slash Stretch Rewards. And now let us get into our first section, which is our letter section, which I call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, 16 Bits of Nonsense is where you, the community, can ask me anything you want. It can be gaming-related, it can be movie-filled, whatever, and I will do my best to answer. Captain N, who I should actually say to Captain N, it's quite funny. So his, his question he said, and I'm always appreciative Captain N um, got involved with this. He said, Danny, what is the rarest Pokemon card you have in your collection? And before I answer this, funnily enough, um, I went to the Sydney Comic Con. Um, which happened last week, and it was just a spare-of-the-moment thing. I just saw the advert, and the Sunday spots were available, so I went down. Had a great time, went down by myself. I was debating taking uh, hiccups, but then it wouldn't have been appropriate for the three-year-old. It would not have been fun. Had a great time. There was loads of people in great costumes, and I went really card-hunting and was doing a little digging, and I met this group. I met quite a few different people, and one of them was called Cherry Collectibles, who are a company in Melbourne, and they had a little competition going where you could buy like mystery boxes, essentially. And they gave me one to give away on the show. And I put it out there on Twitter, on Instagram. And if you shared and liked the post, um, I will give it to one of our listeners. And Captain N won. Captain N won our first one. Uh, Unfortunately, he didn't score anything big. Well, I say he didn't score anything big. He just scored basic packs. Now, it's not to say he's got three basic packs. I don't know what's in the packs. There could be something really good in there. We don't know. So I am going to send them off to Canada. I will send them off to Canada where he lives and hopefully he will get back in touch and let us know if he has something good. And if he does, I will let you know on the show. As for me, what is the rarest card in my collection? Well, I've only started literally collecting um, in the past year and I've been doing that, getting booster boxes and I've been getting ETBs, which are called Elite Trainer Boxes, and just kind of putting them away for a rainy day. And then me and Hiccups can work out what she wants to do with them when she's older. But I do open the odd things just because I think it's quite fun. And... My luck is incredible. 
Like I the other day, I put it on Twitter and Instagram. I pulled a shiny Charizard V Max, and it's basically Charizard in his shiny form as a V Max, and it is incredible. It was the best card out of what's called um, Shining Fates. I had six packs. That's all I had to play with. Six packs. I had some tins. Opened them up. Could not believe it. The chance of pulling this card is a good few hundred to one, and I pulled it. But that's not even the rarest card. That's only worth about 200 Australian dollars. But I've got some cards that are worth about $300 each, which is the Charizard Rainbow V-Star, which looks really cool. And then I got the Alternate Art, which is a really cool picture of Charizard squaring off against uh, Venusaur. That's a cool card. They're worth about 300 Australian dollars each. And then I've got a Giratina alternate art from the recent set, which apparently is worth 400 Australian dollars. So they're the, currently the rarest cards I've got. Oh, I should say, actually, I bought um, a very old card. It's only $50 you, um, Australian, but it was Erica's Venusaur. And it's not crazy, but I'm going to get it crazy because I think it'd be, it's a cool card. It's, very, it's the oldest card I've got. But I just thought it was quite cool because an annoying thing is, I, I was a, as a Gen 1er, I was there back at the beginning, and my brother um, believes we've got Generation 1 cards and first editions hiding away somewhere. Where they might be, I don't know. They're somewhere, and they will appear. Um, and we're hoping my mum hasn't thrown them out, but there's a possibility she might have. We don't know where they are. So one day, if I suddenly become rich, I know we've got a Blastoise, I know we've got a Venusaur. Phil is adamant we've got a uh, Charizard. I'm adamant we don't. But I think we've got every other um, Shiny. I just don't think we've got um, the Charizard. But again, if the first edition, I don't know. They're definitely old, though. We'll have to do some digging if we ever find these things. So thank you, Captain N, and I hope you get some really good pulls from your card. Chris Copley, one of our regular guests, he says, Oi, what do you like doing more, podcasting or YouTube? So for those who are new to the show, I used to do YouTube. Um, I was the Honest Pokemon trainer, and I got quite well on that. I was about 6,000... Um, subscribers until I got basically blacklisted because of a thumbnail, which is ridiculous, but that's how YouTube works. And if anyone doesn't believe it, it is true. It's called Shadow Band. It happened. But um, to answer the question, I actually think I enjoy podcasting more. There's less pressure. Um, I've definitely met more people. I've definitely met a whole lot more people doing the podcasting than I have YouTubing. I've met some great people YouTubing, don't get me wrong. That's how I've met some of our guests. You've got Jake McCauley, you've got R9Beats, CPC, the Christian Pokemon champion. I've met them through doing this journey of YouTube and Madra Bread, who's a huge YouTuber now. And it was fun, but I was getting a bit burnt out just playing Pokemon. And there was a lot of work that I had to do through the editing, through scripting, through audio. There's a whole lot of work, whereas podcasting, like I try and do this in one cut. I, I'm not no by means of uh, you know professional this. I just try and do one cut. Yes, I have to do very early mornings, you know, five six a.m. possibly even earlier now with the time difference. Um, to meet a lot of my guests are from overseas, so to work in their times, uh, I have to do that. And the only person I actually don't have to wake up early for is either Jared if he comes around to my house or Raging Demon. Everyone else, it's an early start for me, which I do because, you know, I, I want to get these guests on. I want to, I'll bend over backwards and do what needs to be done to get them onto the show because I appreciate them giving up my time. Um, so I do enjoy the podcasting, I think, more. I am really starting to enjoy the more I do because I also get to play new games. Like, I, I've just finished Shanty. I think it's called Shanty, they pronounce it. And I really enjoyed it. Never played it before. Never played it until it got mentioned to soon by a new listener, a new listener, new guest coming on the show soon. Never played it and really did enjoy it. So I get to play all these old games where previously 
like I was so bogged down in just playing Pokemon and editing. I just had no time for gaming anymore, which is such a shame. I think the only thing I'm stressing about, to be honest, doing this podcasting is that I'm trying to run before I can walk. And I, I keep looking at other um, shows. I'm like, oh, they're like on episode 200. They're on episode 150. And there's me in episode 35. And I was like, well, I'm not going to catch them up. You know, they're weekly. I'm weekly. It's going to stay quite consistent. I just need to keep plodding along, taking my time, making my connections out there. And yeah, I'm always open to meeting new people and going on their shows if they want me, of course. But it's baby steps. I need to keep telling myself that so I don't try and burn myself out. But I think I'm getting to the stage where I'd like to get a bit of a gap. Uh, so get three, four months ahead worth of shows. And I can just say to everyone, right, let's chill for a bit. No pressure. Let's have a month off and we can all just do what we want. Well, we might not. We'll see what happens in the future. Um, but I am, yeah, to answer your question, Chris, I am enjoying the podcast and more. And essentially, I get to meet people like him. And me and Chris, like whenever he comes on the show, we, we do dick around. It's, and now we've got this thing of a kidna penis is becoming the new thing, and it, it's great. I we can I just meet so many new people and have a laugh. I hadn't I did an episode of the Lion King with Dan was dying laughing. Jared when he came, I don't I think it was hey this episode we have a laugh doing it, but the next episode we do, I was rolling on the floor laughing. I think he broke me. Where I don't get to do that on YouTube, I didn't ha- I don't get the laughs that I do. I get now in podcasting. So definitely, this is the way I want to keep going for now, unless anything changes. And then, yeah, we just go from there. So thank you very much, Chris, for the question. And thank you both. Yep, that was it. That was all our letters for this week. I said, if you want to write in, just go in on patreon.com forward slash retro wars and you can send your letters in there. So now we're going to go into our news section, what's been happening in the week. And I call this patch 35.0. So the news, what has been happening this week in gaming? Well, quite a lot really, and the big news, which literally happened on the Friday, Google, they are shutting down the Stadia, is this how you pronounce it? Stadia, Stadia, I don't know, it's shutting down. It was came in 2019, it was trying to muscle in to the gaming market by basically a streaming owning only sort of platform, and unfortunately it's not really gained traction with fans. And it's, look, do I think streaming's the way to go? Eventually, it's, it's going to happen. Streaming games will be the thing. But at the moment, fans are quite happy about having their copies of their games. And you know whether it's digital or whether it is actual physical, they like having that copy. I don't think people are too happy with the idea of streaming. I remember when Kingdom Hearts, the series, got put out on the cloud version. People were like, no, fuck that. I don't want to play on a cloud. I don't want to be based on internet. And I can understand why. Especially there's concerns with lag and stuff like that. But it really just hasn't gained the traction with fans at the moment. And it's interesting because I do think streaming is going to happen. It, if, if, you, if you think it's not, you're lying. And I was in a recent Big W the other week. And they, there was like 50% off all DVDs, barely any left. Because they're going. DVDs, Blu-rays, they're all disappearing now because everything's on streaming services. So games will eventually, may not happen in the next few years, it will it will happen eventually. Guarantee everything will be streamed. And that'll be more interesting for the handheld console. Maybe that might be digital because, you know, you can't play um, like a Nintendo Switch. The idea of that is playing it offline. So I don't know how that might work. But essentially for the main consoles, like the PS5, your Xbox, a series, whatever, guaranteed at some point it is just going to become all streaming. 
it's the future, you have to get a subscription, like they have with Xbox at the moment, that's where it's going to be. So that will be in the future. Um, but the good thing with Google, like, it, well, there's, there's two things. Like, one, I suppose, at Google basically says just because you've got money doesn't mean it's an automatic win. Because Google have the money. Don't get me wrong. They they piss all over everyone. Google are ridiculous how much money they've got. Um, but they're refunding everybody. Everyone who bought into this and got a controller, they're refunding them. Like, fair play. They have no obligation to do that at all. Uh, you look at, you know, fair enough, it's only been out for three years. The Dreamcast was out for two, three, and that failed. No one got a refund then. Sega never went. Sega never went out of business. Sega were bankrupt if it wasn't for the late owner of whoever took it over, whoever gave him that money and just said on his deathbed, that's fine. Sega would have been fucked, but they never refunded anybody. So, fair play, Google. They didn't have to do that, so fair play. I think I think it was just basically coming too early. It's come before its times, um, but yeah, wait and see what happens in the future. Now, what else has been going on? Okay, GTA 6. Now, remember last week we reported about the huge data leak uh, data leak, I should say, the basic the hacking, um, that somebody had hacked um, what they called Rockstar and taken loads of stuff, threatening them, blackmailing them, allegedly. It's all allegedly. And apparently now a 17-year-old from the UK, of course it's a fucking UK, from Oxford, has been arrested. Now, it's way too early to understand what's going to happen here. They're never going to name the kid because he's 17. It's way too early. I'm very happy he's been arrested. I'd made my thoughts quite clear on this topic. I don't think it was a big thing because of the impact it's had on employers and staff and everyone involved in the project. I hope this kid gets the absolute book thrown at him. I really do. I hope he's not just let off with a little slap on the wrist because I don't think he understands or you know, people who may not be in the know how much of a devastating impact this has had on the gaming industry and of the companies all involved. It's had huge financial and motivational, morale, mental, everything probably would have affected this. So I hope this kid gets absolutely booked for him. Uh, no sympathy for him. He can get fucked. Um, someone may tell me differently, but that, to be honest, don't give a shit. He can... Should he go to prison? Yep. Yep. Because he ain't going to be able to afford the fine. So he should, I, I think prison's the way forward for this kid. And he should never be able to touch a PC again. Maybe that's stream. Let's cut his, Let's just juvenile justice. Juvenile justice. Let's go medieval times. Cut the fingers off. Cut those little digits. I'm not implying that anyone goes around to his house and cuts his digits off. This is a joke. Clearly. And imagine that. He'd have to like, try and hack with his tongue. <laughs> Licking the keyboard. And... Or use his toes. You know, I don't know. Could you hack? You probably suppose you could hack with your toes if you were good enough. You had the the flexibility with your digits. Maybe you could. Again, before anyone goes out with a knife, I'm not implying cutting off this guy's toes. Clearly a joke, but I do hope he gets the book thrown at him. One company who seems to looks like they've saved themselves because they were having the book thrown at him. Remember Cyberpunk? Yeah, remember that shitstorm we talked about quite a while ago. Well, how do you save a game? You make an anime. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I've not seen this yet. It's come out on Netflix, but apparently it is very good. Uh, I will see it because I do like my anime. I do like my cyberpunk shit. Uh, Akira is all my favorite animation back in the day. I don't. You wouldn't class like the Minion Tank Police. It was AD Police. There's quite lost loads of them. I used to watch him. My cousin Chris got me into all that sort of shit. I used to absolutely love it. So I definitely will give this a go. But apparently, people have watched the anime and then gone back over to Cyberpunk because obviously it builds the interest and it looks like they fixed a lot of the bugs. So I hope they fixed it. I hope it all works. And I hope and you know you enjoy the game. So I said I will give him my little review on this when I watch it. When I have the time, I will get round to seeing it. And talking about Netflix releasing something else, 
Onimusha. Onimusha. Now, I haven't covered this yet on the show. We do have an episode banked of this. Um, and Netflix have released just the first shots to basically say, yep, we're releasing an anime. And if they do this right, it's going to be absolutely awesome. Like, it's going to be incredible. Like, I honestly think it will be like Castlevania level good if they do it right. Because having played the game, the lore, the lore is there to make something holy shit scary, holy shit good. It's all about, are they going to follow the law here? And how violent is it going to be? If they make it, like, really violent, like Castlevania violent, it's going to be epic. It'll be so good. But it's a wait and see. But it's owned by Cap- you know, Capcom, own um, that series. Do they? Yeah, they do. Uh, hang on. Do you know what? I've just, my mind's have suddenly gone blank. Do, do. Uh, I'm going to look like an absolute dick. I don't know why. I don't know why this has suddenly just come into my brain. Um, and now I can't even think what the world is. I'm sure they do. No, it's not. It's it's Konami. What am I on about? I didn't even I didn't even finish Googling. Everyone's like, what does he know being a video game journalist? Well, I'm not a video game journalist. I'm an absolute moron. So let's hope Capcom follow Konami's path. There we go. Save myself here. And do it justice. Wait and see. Now, a new game has come out. FIFA 23. Um, this will be in every... Football, soccer player, fan, whatever. They all love it. I don't. I don't like FIFA. never have. Although I love my footy. I absolutely adore my footy. I just can't get into FIFA. But the reason I'm talking about this one is quite funny. So in the new game that's come out, you can pick different kits. And Chelsea's third kit is in it. (laughs) The funny thing is the club haven't even announced it. (laughs) The Chelsea FC have not even announced their third kit. Yet it's in the game. So I bet they were like, oh, fuck. And I kind of go, that's not EA's fault. That's your fault. Like, what were you expecting? The new game's coming out. So what were you expecting? It was always going to happen. So your own fault on that one. Your own fault. No sympathy, I'm afraid. Absolutely no sympathy. Some things that did get revealed in time. There's been a new Pokemon. And it's called Wigglet. Now, it looks like an eel. Apparently, it's not a Diglett. It is a thinner, wigglier version. That's a whiter version. It's a water-type version of Diglett. And it lives in the sand. Everyone, There's memes already coming about about this thing. What it's going to evolve into, I don't know. Um, I was surprised Diglett's cousin. Just make it that version's Diglett, and that just solves the problem. But yes, Wigglet. They are must be running out of ideas. Uh, so I'm intrigued what's the evolution. If it's like a, a wig trio, I'd be like, fuck off. That's just ridiculous. Like, wait. It's a wait and see. Uh, talking about more Pokemon stuff. Ed Sheeran. I never thought I'd mention this. I, did, I don't know. Actually, no. I did mention it. I mentioned it last week, didn't I? Well, his new song is out. It's called Celestial. And it's going to be in the new game. I. It's all right. It's a decent song. Doesn't mention anything about Pokemon. However, the video is littered with the stuff. The video is absolutely brilliant. And it's basically him going about his normal daily routine. And if any Pokemon then become involved, it it goes into like a drawn video. So, for example, he's making his breakfast and it goes into the cartoon. And Charmander blows fire. Or just uses flamethrower, you'd assume. And cooks his dinner. And then you can see Ed, Ed Sheeran in normal life. And his sausages are all burnt. Looks great. Absolutely brilliant idea. And at the end of it, which I thought was really good, and Ed Sheeran would be so lucky he got this. Um, it goes into the TV, and it's kind of like um, the first Pokemon movie of Mewtwo's, Mewtwo's Revenge, or Mewtwo, whatever it was called, Mewtwo Strikes Back, whatever. I can't remember the name of the top of my head. 
Um, but Ed Sheeran gets the like anime treatments. I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. Like all of us would kill to have that. To have you know, if you're into Pokemon, you would love to be in the show. And to Ed to have that anime version of him was like, you lucky bastard. But it looked good. Even my wife, who still doesn't know we're going to Ed Sheeran. Um, she thought it was a really good song, and she's not seen the video because you'll probably hate it. I'm surprised it's actually going to be a single. I thought it was just going to be in the in the game, and that was it. But no, it is a single, so haha, everyone's going to get used to a bit more Pokemon on the screens. Things I was surprised with. Okay, this was a huge shock. So Ryan Reynolds came on and released a trailer, basically saying announcing Deadpool 3. And it was funny. It was a funny trailer, basically saying about how much effort he's going to go into it. And then he basically said he's got nothing. But the reason why it was good, it was, we all knew Deadpool 3 was coming, and it's going to be MCU. Yeah, he kind of said this. Empty up here. And terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. Holy shit! My jaw, I'm not even jo joking, hit the floor. I was like, fuck off. No. I'm, I, I full, I'm not even, honestly, it was fully open. Could not believe it. I was like, how are they going to do this? I mean, multiverse bollocks can always make it. But I was like, he's finally got into getting involved. Because if you don't know, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, friends for years, best friends for years. But there's the constant running joke that and Ryan's been trying to get Hugh to come on as Wolverine for so long, and he won't keep saying, no, no, I'm not coming on, I refuse to come on, and it's been a running gag, but if it actually happen, it's great. And then they did a second trailer of how they explain it's going to happen, and when they started talking about the script and what it's going to be like, more music played over the top as they're pretending to stab and stab each other. Brilliant. It's not coming out for the two years, but I don't care. The fact it's even on the books is great. It's just going to be... I, I can... I, my prediction is going to be that you're going to have Hugh Jackman sucked into the, from the multiverse into this world and then he'll be sucked back out again so that he can, the, the events of Logan do take place. It still doesn't break that continuity. But whereas Deadpool will get sucked into the MCU and stay in the MCU, that's, that's my prediction of it all, but we'll wait and see. Another thing got a trailer. Uh, HBO have released the first trailer of The Last of Us. Now we've seen shots, but now we've actually seen a trailer. I'm not going to go... For, I, I recommend you all watch it, but I thought it looked great. It, and I've always thought Lost Last of Us has that Walking Dead feel, and I feel this has the same sort of thing. Because humans become the main threat. They always would. If there's a zombie apocalypse, the, the, the zombies will be a threat for a while. But eventually, these humans will become the main threat. Maybe that's not the case in something like 28 Days Later because they run. But in situations where they walk, it's always... Well, I know they, the clickers don't, but it's in the darkness and light bollocks. So humans are always the main threat. And it looks like the beauty of this game and what's going to continue into the series is the relationship between Ellie and Joel. That looks like it's going to carry forward. And it might be actually a series I get my wife to watch because it's to do with like zombie-esque things. So that is going to be probably the only way I'm going to get her to watch it. She's never going to play it. Fuck that. No, she won't play Last of Us. Never. But she knows of it. So we'll wait and see. Uh, one thing she will also never play is Dead Space. Now, the remake is coming soon. And apparently they've come out boldly and said there's going to be no loading screens or cutscenes. 
or cut to that's impressive and the only loading screen you're going to see is unless you die like i'm all for it if you can do it that's very impressive you're constantly immersed into the action dark souls nearly did it like that was one of the beauty of dark souls and the only times they ever did that was on rare occasions like if you activated a cutscene, but the world itself was 90 percent pretty much no cutscenes. There were some where you could be carried off to another world, but most of it was all connected in one huge world. So I'd be very impressed if they can do this. Extremely impressed. Another thing, I keep using another thing, Rick Multiverse. I'm reading my own bloody headline. So Multiverses, we've been constantly following this as it's been going on. Rick, as we knew, he was going to come at some point. Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty is now out. I still think he should have come with Morty. I don't know why he came, but he did. He looks like he's fun. He looks like he's quite a lot of quote, quotes, but there's obviously not going to be any of the swearing. Like Rick, surely one of the best characters in the game, like Batman level, just because Rick seems to have every situation sorted. Like I've been watching the new season, and it's so funny. It's just so clever how they do it. The whole thing is just... oh. Every episode, you've got no idea where you're going to go. You can't predict it. You've got no chance of predicting it because it's just so random. But yeah, he's coming and the end and season one. I don't know if there's any more characters coming. I assume there will be. Wait and see. The final thing I want to talk about, Mario Maker Project 2. I never thought I'd talk about this, but a, a guy come out. Um, oh, I haven't got to copy his name. I'm sorry, I've not copied his name. He's announced I've made, his, I've made my own Mario game and he's actually calling it Mario Brothers 5. And basically, this project is 40 courses, full courses, spread across eight worlds. And so, how a Mario Maker works is you can make different Mario games in all the different styles from all the Mario genres. And he's made 24 courses from Super Mario World, 14 from Super Mario Brothers 3, and two courses from the original Super Mario Brothers. Uh, there are no courses from New Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers on the 3DS, only the classics. So, th- so really, if you're into your 3D or your sorry, your SNES, your NES Mario, this is the perfect thing. And he basically said that he wanted to make the Mario game, which Nintendo should have made, and it's in the spirit of the old games, which people will love. People love the old Mario games; they still work. So why not do a mixture of them with all new added bits? I haven't got Mario Maker 2, so I can't play it. So if anyone has got Mario Maker 2 and does give Mario 5 a go, let me know if it's any good and I'll put your review on here. So message me, and it's not a Patreon thing, just message me over on Twitter, see if it's any good or not, what you reckon of it, pros, cons, and I'll put your review up on here. And that is everything to do with the news. Now we're going to move on to our first little game, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. So, Stick It Up Your Jinjo is for everybody. It's not a Patreon exclusive, it's for everybody who wants to play. And it's basically where you can give your gaming achievement of the week. You might have finished a gaming story, you've 100%ed game trials, or you've been frustrated on a boss and you're really had enough and it's really pissed you off and grinded your gears. And basically, you just post on Retro Wars UK at Twitter, and I will read them out on the show. And this week, we got none. <laughs> Which is fine. As I said, I don't mind. We are still early in this game. We're still early in this whole thing. So not a problem. Um, but as I said, I'll keep mentioning it every week. Even if we keep getting zero, it's always going to get mentioned. But yeah, if you've got a gaming achievement, let me know on at Twitter, at Retro Wars UK, and you'll get read out on the show. But also, I need a photo. I need a photo of your proof of purchase. I need receipts, people, otherwise I'm not going to read it on the show. 
Something we can play, though, is our own show called Revive or Die. Hey, listen! Revive or Die is where we look at either a video game character, a franchise, a mechanic that we've not seen for a while, and we ask the question, should it be brought back or should it be left to die? Now, this is a bit different this time because I want to talk about something which keeps being mentioned all the time, and I'm like, do we want to even revive this thing and actually have the game come out or just leave it to die? And that's Metroid 4, Metroid Prime 4, I should say. This has been floated for so long, and it's like it gets floated, and the idea gets revived. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening, and then we hear nothing. And I'm basically, I asked everyone, are you getting fed up of it? Do you still want it, or do you want it to die? So Chris Copley was the only person who responded this week, and he said, die. I don't want to hear anything about it until we get a new Switch announced either. And to be honest, I kind of agree with him. I'm getting a bit fed up of now of, of hearing that the old Metroid Prime 4 might be coming Oh, I might be coming. I was like, no, just do it as a and the new Switch. When the new Switch comes out, make that the first new console. I, I make the new new sorry the first game for it. Make that a release title. Make that the pivotal point of your new. It's a new Switch will come eventually. It has to. It has to. The Switch is old console now, and I think the new Zelda's going to make it blow up. I think there's going to. I don't know how the fuck it's going to run it, but. I'm fed up of hearing about Metroid Prime 4. So for now, let it die. And with that, until we get a new Switch announcement, let it die. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. But that is it. And said, so, yeah, I will always try and read out your thoughts and I'll try and come up with another topic next week. So what have I been up to before we get into our thoughts? Well, I said I went to the Comic Con, had a great time, really good thing. I could have spent so much money. Oh my God, I could have spent so much money. It would have been silly. Because there was a lot of stuff. Like, I could have bought weapons, old comics. I wanted to buy, like... They had, like, original cells from the old Turtle series. I wanted to buy them. But there was, like, $100 for one of Leonardo. And any time there was another Turtle, it doubled in price. I went, holy shit. I was like, oh, my God. There was Spider-Man things. And there was a Turtle poster signed by Eastman. I was like, fuck, I want that. And it had, like... It was when Batman and... Um, the Turtles did a crossover. I was like, fuck, that's like $250. I haven't got that money. Shit, it would look sick, but I know the wife would kill me. But there was so much stuff. Like, honestly, if I was rich, I would have just gone to town on on this, my den. It's not very impressive when you look around here. It's really disgraceful. But one day, I do hope to turn it into a real good... I've got the desk area sorted. I've got the rest of it done in geeky stuff. One day, it will happen. And what have I been playing? Well... As I said, I'm still doing Final Fantasy V. That is a long-term project. That'll happen as of when. Uh, I've, as I mentioned at the top, I've played and finished Shantae um, for the Game Boy Color. Great time. Really good, really good time with that one. Future episode coming along. Um, and I did an episode on Capcom vs. SNK2. Now, I'll be doing that Raging Demon. Spoiler, but it's coming. And we played it on Fightcade. We gave it a go. And we actually had a few matches against each other. And it worked perfectly. Once we got the sound... Um, sorted we were speaking to each other and it was really good fun uh he kicked my ass but it was just good fun to play there was no lag it didn't seem to have any problems really really enjoyed it and it was great fun um so that's what i've been playing i will be playing some probably some other games soon because i've got some others to finish before next week i've got quite a few games to finish for other episodes um so yeah that'll be coming on soon so before we go into halo well i've been going on for 
35 minutes. I will give everyone a chance. I'll give you guys a chance to say your thoughts about Halo before I go into it myself with our guest, Jared. So my cousin Stefan says, the music is one of the best for any video game ever. It's an absolute travesty that it wasn't used in the TV series. Wasn't it? That has to be something to do with the copyright. Surely. Surely. I, I don't know, because that, that icon that music as iconic as anything. For it to not be used in TV series, although I've heard bad things about that. Ugh, do I ever watch it? Do I watch it? You have to let me know should I watch it or not. But I agree. I don't know why the music wasn't in there. And Chris Copling says, When I first played it all the way through almost two years ago now, I was rather unimpressed. But when I had to go back and play the games that came before it, I realised how much it really did evolve the genre as a whole. I think it gets way better with Halo 2, but we owe a lot, we owe a lot to this entry, and I do agree with that. I think, you know, it's very easy, to, you know, when you play it two years ago, you think, oh, fuck, it, it might look quite dated compared to a lot of the games we have now. I think we're quite spoiled for choice, but this was one of the first of its kind. Agree, Halo 2 is a much better game, definitely a much better game. But this tried a lot of new things we hadn't seen before. And some of them worked, some of them didn't. But it definitely laid the groundwork for a lot. If not just Halo, for a lot of other series that came before it. So I have had enough talking for now. We are now going to get into the episode of Jared. So yes, Jared came round to the house and we had a great time doing this. So I'm just going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Jared are going to be talking about Halo Combat Evolved that came out for the Xbox in Europe on March the 14th, 2002. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to my couch is a good friend of mine, and we've not seen him since, what, episode four, I think it was? It was really early on, wasn't oh, it? Oh, God, has it it's been that long, actually? Crash 2? No, Crash 1? Yeah, Crash 1, yeah. With Liam? With Liam. Oh, it, it's Jared is back. And I'm on a couch this time, not the floor. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. So comfortable, he's upgraded. <laughs> we've, we've actually set this up, so I hope we're, we're trying something new. We've got two microphones. We've got it all set up on a table. We're sitting on couches. I've provided him with a drink. He is nice and comfy here. The, it's all downstairs, not on the floor. Yeah, the, the only downside is I don't have the beautiful view anymore to just look out <laughs> while we're talking. But yeah, you it, have the it's view. It's fine. I've got all your um, nice collectibles in the corner, and I can look at your Pokemon cards if I feel bored. Yeah, you can look at my <laughs> Pokemon cards, you're not freaking, no one touches my Pokemon cards, I'll stab them, I'll literally come after them. He knows where the secret stash is, that's the thing. I'm pretty sure that they're booby-trapped. He put them away and I saw him like, just <laughs> flick something and I heard and I'm not I'm quite concerned about what's in there. I thought I heard a tiger? Jesus, the bloody the amount of money those cards are worth, there will be a freaking tiger, I'll tell you that now. So we are talking, you you bit my hand off, as he does with most games. I think you bagsy Dark Souls last time. I so show. yeah, I'm I'm waiting for and it. I'm no you, other Dark Souls, please. You just you just bagsy this straight away and you literally just went, I want this game, and the game you wanted was Halo oh. Combat Evolved for the Xbox. And you, I should oh, I should say, I messaged him just before on the way home and said, You have to listen to the opening music straight away before you even get here because fuck me it's it's literally my hype up playlist it when it, really before is. when i before i played soccer when i go for runs i listen to all the different halo songs and just, oh the soundtrack is so it, cool the soundtrack is oh that the, mo- the game 
Ah, oh, magnifique, magnifique. It is a great game, and you know it's got faults. I've got a list. It's got faults, and I have been playing it for this podcast. The X Tank is sitting <laughs> in front of me. I forgot how chunky they Fuck. were. I forgot I was unpacking it because I got it from Nick. Um, and Nick who did um, Nick who did Street Fighter 2 and he let me borrow this Xbox so thank you Nick and holy shit this is a fucking shot I was like Jesus Christ I'm going to work out doing this thing and the controllers are like implements of death you could bludgeon someone with that pretty easily you really could and look there's a lot to get into but yeah the control itself and and we'll get onto that because I do want to talk about that but really Halo now it's very easy with most games. We can just go straight into the, the plot and what it was about. And But this thing is a bit different compared to any other game we talked about so far on the show. Because Halo was a basically a huge defining game. Not just for Microsoft releasing the Xbox because it's the launch title. But also for first person shooters. Oh, for sure. This is like flagship shooter. Yeah. Like... Uh, yeah, you've either played Call of Duty or you've played this. Yeah. This is your shooter experience sort of well, thing. We, we had nothing prior, really good enough prior to this because there was the PC. The PC, Master Master Race Wankers, yes, you, Dan, um, they all had the PC games. They and had like Doom and Mouse Unreal and keyboards. And we didn't have anything. And when this originally came out, they had the dual analog, which, which everyone thought that's fucking stupid. Because the N64 had GoldenEye with a single analog sh- stick. And Perfect Dark, single analog. It wasn't dual analog until that Xbox came out. And everyone went, holy shit. Because at the time I was like, and you're saying with the PlayStation, play yeah, time splitters. Pl- yeah. Pl- I was like, how it fucking work? And it's it's really weird with the controller because like, they, they put it where the, the you have your directional pad. Yes. And it was just like, no, no, use this. This is the important stick. We, we need precise movement. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is scaring the shit out of me. But now, I, the idea of not using dual analog. Oh, yeah. Like, it, crazy. Like, um, I'm a bit, of a, uh, a bit of a PC master race myself now. Um, and I've, I've hooked up for a couple games just for shits and gigs mm. you've got the controller in one hand and your mouse in your other so you move with the controller analog stick Ugh. because that gives you perfect movement and then you've got the aiming with the th- yeah, but, yeah yeah but yeah because yeah, the WASD and stuff is just like oh god basically a directional pad but yeah so um, it, it's uh, they're real good oh. and it it goes so well with the game it just Ugh. it works and that was the thing because every button had its thing it had its own for grenades it had its own button like where the n64 i get it easy to compare to that monstrosity of a controller but i'm thinking <laughs> when i'm playing goldeneye you didn't have a set button for grenades if you wanted grenades you had to rotate to that weapon and throw a grenade here you press back trigger grenade Gr- grenades away. an important imp- you get them all the time in Halo. No, you do. It's, they're, oh, they're great. If you're playing on Legendary, you, ne- you need the plasma grenades. You literally need them. <laughs> I think you need... Oh, fuck, fuck Legendary mode. Fuck that, Jesus. But it, it, was, it was massive for the sake of... Not just for, the, not just for dual controllers, but essentially, this game, I think, was a huge gamble because at the time when Microsoft came along, everyone thought, who the fuck? Fuck off. <laughs> As if you want to go against... It was the GameCube at the time, the PS2. You, you shut up, Microsoft. Yeah, they were trying... They were, they were trying big. Like, they, they were trying big. Were... Did you think it was going to work? I didn't think it was going to work. Uh, I didn't even think about it. I just got the the console because um, my friends had 
cool games on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halo, Halo was one of those games. And that was the thing. Halo sold because... Yeah. The, the Xbox sold because of Halo. Oh, for sure. The, yeah, like that. that's like... Yeah, flagship title for yeah. Xbox. And if, if you think of Xbox, you think of Halo. You think of yeah, and also I think one of the reasons he did so well. Obviously, we'll get into the story and the gameplay. Was Master Chief? He's so cool. He's so it, fucking. Cool. It's it's definitely the um the the Samus thing, right? Mm. You you don't see who they are. Uh, back back you know back when Samus was like the legendary ending of Metroid or whatever, which mm-hmm. you get to see her. But like same with Doom Guy, you just you don't see who these. Yeah, you can see who they are. Yeah, it's just these these are badasses. They've got oh. almost no personality. No. But but Chief had a bit of a personality. That... He was a wisecrack, and him and Katana had a wisecracking yeah, relationship. Such a such a good dynamic of just the the straight man and like the the um. Oh, the chatty. The, there was a witty yeah. banter, like that's it. Yeah, it, it was like, like he's like, yeah, Katana. Like, he wants, you can hear him. Just it's like a naggy wife husband couple. It's like, <laughs> like fuck off, love. And she's like, shut up, you bastard. You can just imagine it. But he's his design, the green, it just stands oh. out. The big visor, oh, he just he looks awesome. And that is said, yes, Halo games haven't done as well in recent generations, but Master Chief is still iconic as fuck to the point people want him in Smash Brothers. I mean, you'd be stupid not to want well, him. He's not. He's, be, he's not in. No, no. I mean, it. you'd be stupid not to want him in Smash Brothers. Imagine how f- much fun you could have. I like, honestly thought he would get in. I thought he was one of the ones who'd get in. I still believe we'll get another Smash Brothers at some point, and eventually he will make it along with Waluigi. Waluigi has to be in it at one point. But <laughs> I, th- I don't think they bring Waluigi in just for the meme. They're just just for the meme. Yeah, they're, they're just not putting him in anymore. I refuse to let him in. Fuck Waluigi. But this. So, Unlike other shooters, so we're looking at Golden Knight, even Perfect Dark is a bit sci-fi. This was wholly different to whatever we'd had before, even like on the PlayStation, there was nothing like this before. It was basically a sci- huge sci-fi adventure. Yeah, it was like if you didn't have that um that really badass guy on the front cover, like I don't think this would have sold as well because it it's pretty nerdy. It is like, nerdy. It, it's it a is pretty nerdy. nerdy setting. Yeah, like they they go real into like. Some pretty like uh, what's what's the sci-fi talk that's like um, techno babble. They, they go, go into oh, some, some. They pretty... go into the techno babble. They really do. But like the start, like the very start of the game, they do not explain what the hell is going on. No, they, they just, just jump drop, into it. They don't drop they? you straight straight in, saying, "Oh, we've been tracked through a coordinates," and they start dropping all this techno babble and talking about the covenant. It's like, what's the covenant? Yeah. What is this ring that we've just found? And you're just like, what is happening? What and now fuck? you're just. Oh, I'm just this badass that came out of a cryo. cryo yeah, cryo Why was I in there? It's like didn't explain that shit. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh yeah, there's aliens. Um, here's a gun. Have fun. Um, get off the ship. Yeah. Bye. And then go onto that planet, and we're gonna start talking about the the sorry the ring. It's like start talking oh. about how the ring functions, so, and so, it's so it's it's mental. So it is it is a it's a really good story. So it's probably best off to go through the plot first because there is a, so spoilers. If you, you've had enough time to play this game, you really have, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I don't think spoiler tags need to be on this show. They do, it, because someone will ring, someone will message and go, I don't think you fucking spoiled the game for me, well, fuck off. It's literally called Retro Wars. We're talking about retro you, games. If I say something wrong, I get it in the neck. So I am, I am, yeah, it's fucking getting a spoiler. So, you bet, yeah, you're right, you start off in this battle. So what it is, is... You find out humans are locked in this battle with a race of collective race of aliens called the Covenant, who are abandoned under a religion, and their humans are getting their ass kicked because the aliens are much more advanced than them. 
and basically the the ship you're in is doing a runner from the battlefield so that these the covenant don't find out where earth is because they don't know where it is and they accidentally seems to find this other planet and then outside the orbit of the planet is this big ring which they dub as halo which apparently to the covenant is a religious artifact holy artifact because it's part of the forerunners yeah but the humans believe it's a weapon so basically it's a race to get to control of this halo so they get on the atmosphere and it's got its own atmosphere imagine like its own planetary system sort of thing which is fucking cool get onto that but eventually after a while you figure out that this isn't a holy thing it's it's actually much worse and the covenant accidentally release what's on this and it's called the flood and it's based they're basically a parasitic life they form. are terrifying they are fucking terrifying they are so terrifying they like take the biomass of a of another creature and they like puff it all out and they make it all this like oh gooey fucking substance mess. ah it is it's a, and then basically you find out that halo is a weapon but it's a it's basically made by the forerunners let's just call them the the pre pre-aliens basically they realized how bad the flood were so they said we made these halos which will destroy everything within twenty-five thousand light years and it destroys all the flood's food yeah because they can't kill the flood. flood they don't know how to kill the flood, flood. all they know is if we don't if we don't let them eat like if they don't consume things we're fine so we'll literally kill everything in existence and we so that the flood can't yeah and it'll, they, be, it'll be fine. It'll be no problem. You haven't got a complaint. They're all dead. But basically, killing all life on Earth, and everyone will cry. Basically, at this, at this point in the Halo franchise, this is the only Halo they know about. This is Installation Zero uh, Zero Four or whatever, Installation Four or whatever it is. But they they have no idea about the other ones. They have no idea that they they that they are like. 13 of these things there's, scattered yeah, across the there's galaxy. loads of them across yeah. the galaxy and they're like oh shit that's not good and you master chief inadvertently nearly kills everybody uh, because he gets directed by the 343 spark guilty spark guilty yeah. spark and then katana says whoa 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 bitch sort this shit out there he's gonna kill everyone and then basically it's a, it's they they kill they destroy the halo and get off but it's a great setting absolutely great setting for the game it really works really well but so to tack on yeah the covenant there's probably better explaining what are the covenant of the flood so the covenant as i said are a bunch of different aliens banded under one religion and the reason why i like that is because there's your there's your enemy variety yeah it's straight straight away you've got like heaps of different enemies you can uh throw in there and even in later games they just keep expanding the roster of enemies yeah um because that's just like oh they're just um under underneath the the covenant banner yeah it's these these are new recruits to the covenant or these are old recruits it's, it's, it's great it's it's genius yeah it's, it's so good. it's a great idea because yes you have different enemies you've got your basic little grunts who are these little little tiny things who literally try and swarm you, but then get like scared and go? Rah, 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 they, rah, they are pathetic and it's great. It's great. And they they have uh, got like they're like methane breathers, so those big triangle things on their back yep. are like methane packs. So if you shoot them in the back, sometimes they'll like you just see all this gas fly everywhere. And it's great. Little and they, designs, little things. So they like speak that. they speak English, but they also speak like their native languages. So you can hear them like talking to yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can hear them talking in English. English sometimes they got some great dialogue. Oh, they—they they, a massive thing. They have—they have the world building. They didn't need to do that. 
no, they had no they, reason to do that, but they it. did. Especially with the with the gas with the methane. You've got the elites who are basically like the the big boy soldiers who have shields and basically usually will be all hard and looking for a battle, but the moment their shield goes down they shit themselves. And then once they shit themselves, then the little ones shit themselves as well and yes, run away. So you can, yeah, if you kill the elite um, near near the grunts, the grunts will all start freaking out. Run away, run away! And they do. They run away. And it's and absolutely superb. And then you've got the, the jackals who like are the small, uh, they're like nimble ones. And they've, they've got like proper gladiator shields. Mm-hmm. But they, they're the ones that charge up their little plasma pistols at you and just fire fire away. Yeah. But they're they're always fun because you got to shoot them in the hand first and then they drop their shield. They drop. They like put their shield to their side like ah. And you get and that's the thing like with these and there's also other there's a hunter which is a bigger like a big. Oh, the hunter's like awesome. Huge dock off enemy which will just come at you, but they've got predictable movements. Yeah, yeah. That in that one they didn't have. So they've got like full armor. Mm. So the hunters are like. A bunch of worms that have joined together to make a giant beast. Yeah. Um, and they've got these weak spots that are like orange, and that's actually the the worms. Um, but they didn't have the animation in this one to be able to turn around and hit you while you're behind them. So you just get oh, really? right up to their backs and you just start whacking them in the back constantly. Oh, and the they just Souls slowly way. turn around. In the next one, they added like an animation that basically kills you on one hit. Yeah, bastards. But, but in the, yeah, in this one, it was just um, get behind one of them yeah. and just start whacking away or shooting at them and just chucking grenades it's, at it. That was the thing. You, you, they were so yeah you. They were great when they came on the screen. Like, oh shit, here we go! And I think they- the first time you see them, there's like a rocket launcher right next to you. Is so, there? I think so. If if I didn't see if, a rocket launcher, I think launcher. it's um, silent cartographer. Maybe it's the first time you see them. It's on the beach level. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's on the beach. Yeah, and like, I'm pretty sure there's a rocket launcher like right nearby. Fuck. So you you like it trains you like, oh, here's the you know here's the big bads, but. Also, this is going to be easier than it is later, because later you're not going to have any ammo. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing against them. But then you've got the Flood. Now, the Flood, as you said, are these parasitic things. And the first time, you there was no indication, no indication these things were in the game. You thought you're in a war between one side... Okay, you're basically in, a, in an alien war. And then all of a sudden, it goes from a war between two joining attacking parties to basically a battle of survival. Yeah, it's it's sick that it, that like, level. Oh, it's like scary as fuck. That level where they introduce them is so terrifying. Yeah, like, the, everything's like super eerie. The yeah. music's really weird, and um, it's super dark. Yeah, like you're inside this area. Everything's so dark, and then you find like dead bodies everywhere, and then the music that plays when they come out and there's just at this point it's just the little um parasitic forms, yeah. and they're just these tiny little insect looking things with big bobles mm-hmm. heads and they're just like crawling at you and they take one bullet and they're dead and you're like oh okay that's not that bad and then they flood in and there's so many of them and you're just mowing them down and then when you get out of the room like a body of a human is just like got one of them on the on their neck and it's just like firing a shotgun at you and you're like wait what, what? yeah and it- then yeah you see like elites and the the different varieties of them because it goes after everything yeah and then you've got the big ones that are like um, mother forms, so they hold heaps of them, they run at you and explode. It's so just great, great variety. It's a great twist. And one of, I, I love this about Halo. You're versing one enemy, so it's one side against another, and then the flood comes in. So it's a three-way fight. And then the guilty spark starts fighting the flood. So it's two against one against one. Yeah. 
but then Guilty Spark turns against you later. Yeah. So it's 1v1v1v1. Yeah. And, like, it's just all these factions, like, tr- with their own agendas and stuff like it's that. Brilliant. It's brilliant. So good. Again, they didn't need to go into this far no, depth just, of the story. Yeah, that's it. You could have just had shooting at aliens the whole, whole time. time. Yeah, but I can't think of many games which were very story-driven at that point. They really weren't. Bond wasn't in Perfect Dark. Not to this level. Because well, this had voice acting. This had everything. Is, yeah, they they went all out on like the story of this game. And it like the, multi- the multiplayer is, I think, what made this game like memorable mm. to everyone. But the story is just so good. And that's why there's so many more Halos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they built a huge world, like as I said at the beginning. When you go on this Halo, it's like got its own atmosphere. When you look up into the sky, you can see most of space. But you can also, if you follow the path, you can see the rest of the ring above you going in a curve. And it looks it's, so good. It's beautiful. It, it looks uh, like tantalizing, but also massive and yeah. awe-inspiring. You're like, and then when you go back to your ship, which is huge, the ship is oh, massive. Yeah. But like you the see, autumn. you see um, a far-off shot from it, and you see how like small this ship is on this ring, and you realize like this scale of it. And they do that so often where they show you the scale of the rings. It's, it's massive. Like, oh. But it's incredible that the world they've built is just gorgeous. Yes, there are problems. You can argue looking at it with, with today's eyes with like how it looks and its layers. But you can't... It's, it's, it's but not perfect. It, it looks pretty bad now. Now it, it does. It, yeah. But like the, even the anniversary edition where they put a nice coat of paint on it. Yeah. Um, those blocky textures are still there. But at like, the time, it's but, like... Yeah, back, back then. Back it was then, great. It, was, it was great. I, it was, I still think it looks good it like it polygony very polygony yeah. and very like blurry textures but like it, even the um the tr- snow area and the trees and like it has different biomes and stuff like that you go through different levels and they just look so cool like yeah. it's so well designed it's, it, it's and that was the ps2 xbox part gamecube was different because they went for more rounded but everything else was still trying to figure out what is what works with mm. people. so i can't have a go at it for that i really can't but what like we were saying about um we were talking about weapons earlier and the weapons themselves yes the humans have weapons they've got like the shotgun they've got the you assault got your rifle sta- you get your, your standard yeah like you. oh you have a rocket launcher that's a little more than standard but it's like military you, weapons yeah military weapons but then you've got the covenants weapons which they had so much fun and with. they had so much fun designing and they again they had like an energy the pulse Pulse gun, the pulse plasma pistol. Plasma pistol. So you hold it down, and, and it, it can fires. overheat. Yeah, fires. Or, or I think, yeah, most of, most of the um, covenant weapons I remember, I think overheat. Like if you hold them down instead of reloading, mm-hmm. you just can't like keep firing away. Well, and then it, you've got the cool like needler, which if you put a bunch of needles into, you put one then, in, you can just as soon as one hits, the other bullets will fire and get home it. Oh no! So they always home. Oh, they're, they're always, always home. home. If, so if you're firing and running, that you'll see they'll always home in on the target. Um, but like, yeah, they, they just pop. So they do a little bit of damage when they first go in, and then they pop and they do another bit of damage. But if you stack them, so oh, you get and fire heaps of them, you'll just get a boom and they'll like explode. And it's so fun to just like pick it's up. It's so fun. And they got the. You see the sword. You don't. I don't think you get the sword. You can't use the sword. Same you, with the fuel rod. I, no, no. Yeah, I think you get the fuel rod. You have the the and an elite has the sword. Yeah. It's not until Halo Two you yeah. get to actually use the sword, but, and that's when the sword is the funnest of fun I've ever 
you want to yeah, play with. They they did some um, good design on the like the covenant weaponry because it sort of matches whoever's using it. Yeah, oh, because, it does because they've got like a bunch of different units. It makes sense that their weapons would look different depending on who's using it or whatnot. Um, but like even you even had the grunts using the fuel rods. Yeah, and, and they it worked. The fuel rod gun is like the size of the grunt. <laughs> so yeah, this little guy is holding this massive like plasma rocket launcher and the sound it made it just it just works and it just sound it just looks beautiful and again that's the level of detail they went into and they didn't need to do that but they did and it was great and again you didn't have that sort of weaponry in any other shooting game it just wasn't there now one thing that you said about the levels yeah they were were polygony for the time I did have some flaws and the fact was was that (laughs) Fuck me, there were times when I was getting lost. Everything looks the same. Everything looks the fucking same. Like, where I'm trying to find three survivors. Where the fucking... Where are you, dickheads? Make yourself known. And then I'm on a ship. I'm like, have I been through that door? Fuck no. Have I been, have I been through that door? Oh, for fuck's sake, no. It's the same fucking thing. You just, you just walk around for ages and all of a sudden you see an enemy and you're like, yes! Ah, mm. oh, the path has revealed itself! Yeah, you see an enemy, you're like, get the fuck in! <laughs> Come on! I've got no health, I don't care! I, I remember the um the looking for the people level like there's this area where if you if you weren't paying attention to um Cortana mm. like you, Cortana was needed for, to like tell you where you were going and same thing with finding the enemy sometimes you'd be walking down a corridor and you're like is this the right one yeah did they come here and then Cortana will just be like now chief and you're like yes story yes. <laughs> that's that do you know what they they could have used Cortana so much better because so okay if. So for Cortana, I'm not explaining to they keep mentioning a name. Cortana is an AI that the humans have. And basically she knows everything about anything. So they install her into Master Chief's head. And he's ba- she's basically talking to him throughout the adventure so she can hear him. And he responds back to her. But she barely talks while you're playing. Had Master Chief been walking on his own? Yeah, that makes sense. You get a bit lost. But she's there. Talk to him. Tell me, it's like I, the, the one time. I, I Chief, fucking, are you okay? You seem to be uh, wandering through the yeah, same room for 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate Navi, right? I hate Navi from Legends of That is fucking, fuck that little shit can die, right? But I Hey, lo- hey, hey, listen, listen, all right? Yeah, I would have loved the Navi button. I would have loved the Navi button like you could have had in Zelda. Navi, where the fuck am I going? Why are you making a fucking map? A map? Would have been great. Oh no! I so instead of the map, they had the motion yes. detector. That was sick. I, it was sick. It was a sick I, idea. But put a map on top. Nah, 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 nah. Give me a fucking map. I can see where I'm fucking going. So, so I found something when I was younger, as I got heaps lost. But now that I'm older and I play it again, like I, I play through the Halos a lot. Um, there's arrows everywhere. The game is trying so hard to point you in the right and direction. And I'm not seeing them! They're on the floor, like, there's beacons, like, flashing lights showing you where to go. Like, I I honestly don't understand how I, I got lost as a kid. I played this w- w- watching SummerSlam the other day, and fuck me, <laughs> I spent an hour on that fucking find. I was level two, an hour, trying to find the fucking fuckers. So I was like, I'm just going to let them die. Is that an option? You can leave them to die and move yes, on? Yes, that's an option. You, If you find them, you kill them, you can move to the yes, next one. Yes, would have saved me a big headache. <laughs> Because it was pissing me off, and I was like, fuck, I want to just, I want, you know, it was like, I started watching SummerSlam at 8 o'clock, thinking, oh yeah, three hours, fucking five hours, oh, for fuck's sake, I've got to be in work in the morning, and I've got a podcast, I've got to record Sonic with Chris, it's like, for fuck's sake, 
So I was like, right, I'll, I'll get Halo in. I'll try and complete the whole game because YouTube looks at four hours. No! <laughs> not happening, so I fuck it. Done. I've, I have finished Halo before. I have. I'll make that very clear. I have because the whole thing with the flood was, was incredible. But, yeah, at the time, I was like, oh, I want to replay this for Jared. I want to get as much as I could. No, fuck it. Done. Can't be bothered. And you knew you mentioned the one reason I was getting pissed off, really pissed off, apart from getting lost. You mentioned before about grenades and you mentioned you need you throw them a lot and you get them a lot. So the plasma grenades, right? You throw them and they can stick to your enemies, which is hilarious to see because you see them running away with a grenade on them. But it works the same way as on you. If they get throw a grenade and it hits you, oh. you're dead. And, and there's nothing you can do. There's a terrifying noise as it sticks. They're just like... Like the, the little electronic stick noise. And as soon as you hear it, you just hear the little wind up to the... Yeah, and you say, and you're game. like, cool. Um, I'm dead. That's fine. So you're dead before, like, you know you're dead before it happens. So you get to, you get a moment of, like, soft music playing as you think, what have I done? What could I have done to stop this fate? <laughs> Reflect I, on your life. I, it was the last grunt. I could have killed him. Oh, no. Bang! Bang, yeah. Fuck. And now you've got to do the whole room again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, don't get me wrong, right? The checkpoint system. People can say it's good and bad. I had a problem with it. Again, when I was looking around... When you do a checkpoint, it basically means it's a progression through the level and you can carry on where you are. But fuck me. When I was doing these checkpoints, I was getting... Again, this is the survival level and people are going, fucking hell, you're a dickhead. You should be able to... Fuck off, I don't care. I was going around several times go checkpoint checkpoint oh I'm making a progression no I fucking wasn't you're going backwards I'm going fucking backwards yeah it and checkpointed it, you when you went like, backwards what the fuck yeah I, re- I remember um, back when I played it ages ago when I was a kid you go you get a checkpoint backwards and then you finally find the way you were supposed to be going mm. and then you die and then you'd be way back and you've yeah. got to make the slog back there it's like fuck me or sometimes you get a checkpoint right in the middle of a dog fight it's like Jesus Christ what's going on they're fucking already on my ass. but the, you know what that, that, that's not a bad thing in the sense of right on my ass because uh, with this game yes there's a lot of dog fights there's a lot of yeah battles yeah, I mean, and you, but the, the same thing is, is that it should be said is that the AI for these games even in normal mode was quality Oh, they they had so many like reactions to stuff. They weren't just all stand there, peek out, shoot. It jump wasn't back. like the golden eye thing where they just go roll on the floor in front of you. <laughs> yeah, like, they, okay. they've got like they've got like behaviors and stuff, and they react to what you do. If you chuck a grenade towards uh, an elite, and depend like depending on the hardness of the elite, they'll have different color for like mm. different armor for their ranks and stuff. Same with the grunts and whatnot. But like if you chuck it to a higher level elite they jump out of the way yeah like um it, it's they they hide behind cover when the shields go down they'll try and flank you yeah like the, and as we said before the whole um the grunts like running away when yeah you, and um even, even then sometimes if you kill an elite the grunts go suicidal and they run at you uh, a grenade in each hand just Wah! yeah and that's the thing it's this isn't a game where you think, oh, you, you can at the beginning because you think I'm getting used to the thing and you're just going gun-ho. Yeah. This is not a game you can go gun-ho. He, oh, unless you, you're on easy mode. Unless you're on easy mode. If you're on easy mode, just run around with the Magnum just popping everything yeah, in the head. have rocks. fun, go nuts. Oh but, my god, that we didn't talk about the Magnum. Oh, fuck. You could on. blow up anything yeah. with the Magnum. Magnum's it been was, broken. It was a pistol, but it was the strongest thing in the game. I, well, oh, to my, be fair, Magnum would blow your head off in one. 
But... Oh, for sure. But like, they also had plasma. Like, oh, yeah, they yeah, had these true. alien weapons, and you'd just be like, I could use this awesome gun that shoots like liquid fire at people, or I could just use this pistol and just demolish everything. <laughs> but that, that, you know, that's it's Halo. It's sci-fi. It yeah. will work. But the the AI was just I thought it was really good because if you're playing, as I said, you can't go in gung ho. You often, especially later on in the game, and especially if you're doing legendary, you've got to have a strategy. You you've got oh. to work out what weapons work on which enemy. How am I going to get the kill here? Because you'll die. And and like you'll also have to swap weapons a lot. Like and you, you only get two slots. Yeah. So you've got your two weapons. Um, it, the game does dr- like sprinkle around weapons everywhere, but you spend most of your time like uh, on the higher difficulties. On the lower ones, everything dies so quick. But like on the higher difficulties, you spend a lot of time r- rotating between mm-hmm. weapons. Like you kill that elite and you go pick up that but elite gun. That makes then, sense. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. And then you like go across like, and they'd always make the weapon caches make sense. Yeah. Like you would find a dead marine with a like with a sniper rifle next to him and the marine always had like a visor or something yeah. de- denoting he was a sniper that makes like, sense it, it was very well done yeah because that was the thing it made complete sense and often you'd run out of assault rifle bullets well unless you find a dead marine you ain't getting any more assault rifles so get rid of the gun yeah just swap that out drop it and yeah and they That's also had, they had ammo packs as well so yeah. if you did keep some guns like the magnum was a prime example if you kept the magnum with no ammo sometimes you just swap to your magnum and be like oh where did i get this okay i have full ammo again i just walked over some i just walked uh, over something yeah i walked over some ammo and didn't notice that's but again most games had you just had as many weapons as you wanted golden eye again i use that as a reflection because it's easy you could have as many weapons bond was literally a walking arsenal <laughs> he literally was like i've got this gun i've got this gun i've got he was like the guy from resident evil 4 what are you buying <laughs> he's got every gun hidden under his jacket the, and he's like how's that working what's it called the infinite pocket or something like that it oh yeah it was like hermione like in harry potter yeah she's got that bag it's like oh yeah it's got fucking everything in here but this two guns again realistic as fuck now okay look I've complained about I've complained about Katana, I've complained about the checkpoints, I've complained about getting lost. The one other thing I will complain the fuck about, I don't care what anyone says, is that this and again, this was experimental at the time, so I can't have a go at the game so much for it. Because this wasn't happening in other games. Was the fact that you could go from first person shooting to driving a vehicle. But you're complaining about this. Because Yeah I am. Because fuck me. Driving that fucking buggy. The flippy magee. <laughs> what the fuck? Round a corner. No! The thing was so springy. It was so springy. Like, how? You used to get, like, people could sit in the back and shoot. Go, how? I was actually going around the corner and it was falling around. I was like, the fuck? Who was trying? Who put the mechanics and went, this works? This is a perfectly good fit. It's fucking chaos. And... So I'm not, I'm pretty sure it didn't Halo One. The the four wheels all turn. They did. So it's not just the front wheels turning. It's all four. So you can turn on a dime, which means you will flip if you turn on a yeah, dime. You will flip. <laughs> and it's like for fuck's sake. Ah, uh, so especially. I don't know why that's a complaint. But I, it is, <laughs> especially when you're getting lost in the level for a fucking hour, and you need that fucking vehicle to get fucking round. 
and you can't drive it because every second it just goes flipped over. Well, Flip over. Oh, fuck well, off. If you don't like the Warthog, you should stick with the plentiful amount of other vehicles that the game has for okay, you. The game, other vehicles aren't complaining. Right? It's just the you Warthog. Should, you should fuck jump the in the Scorpion. You yeah, get a tank. Yeah, but I couldn't use that. I was at the Warthog and that's all I could play with. I was getting really angry. Um, no, I'm just talking about all the good vehicles. I know now. the other vehicles it's, are good. I the just, ghost was so they, fun. They were so much fun, but it was like there was a poor marine who was my gunner. How he even survived being in the back with me was yeah, impossible. Yeah, mine, mine didn't. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, yeah, mine did. It was it was cool. It showed you the health in that game as it well. It did. But, yeah, it showed you the health of the gunner. It's like yeah. he ain't lasting long. Yeah, you just like you're like driving around. And you look at the gunner. He's on the red health, and he's like, I'm gonna go look for someone else. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's that's a guy over there. You just you just take the yeah, gunner damn. out to the back shed, and you're just like. Sorry, boy. Put a bullet in his head, <laughs> yeah, and then the other guy just jumps straight onto it, and he's like, "All right, chief, let's go." He's like, "Yep, cool." You could run them over, and then the sergeant would go, "Boy, I'd like you to stop killing my man." Yeah, it's like, great. Awesome. So like, good. This thing, I'll tell you, GTA, GTA driving handles better than this shit. Well, you can't flip your car in GTA. Find a fucking way. Yeah, but like. The difference between GTA and Halo is you're on another planet. You know how high you jump in Halo? Yeah, I know. It's not because... Well, it's because Chief's got, like, power legs and power armour. Yeah. But also, the gravity's, like, weird. You jump really high, oh, you fly Oh, let's not bring really fucking hard. physics into this. I, no, it's but, all right, Stephen Hawking. No, I love it. I love the physics are just so <sighs> janky. You're just looking at, like, a cliff and you're like, I could probably climb that cliff. You just... Boing, Mario jumping. Boing. Oh, yeah, how does Mario... How does Mario do that shit? He's, he's just got fucking chunky quads. He's got <laughs> chunky quads. Ridiculous. Like, but like, when he's small, you see those little legs going? Um, <laughs> the, I'm going to assume those are his feet and his torso is just legs yeah. hiding underneath the. <laughs> yeah. Actually, have you ever seen. Right, I'm going off topic here, but it's just. It's, just, it's my show. Again. Tangent. It's tangent. Have you ever seen the film Wreck It Ralph? Yeah. Yeah. There's like the there's the guy who's basically Mario. Fix it Felix. Fix yeah. it Felix. And he accidentally goes into what is basically Halo. Oh yeah, the the play- oh that's so good. And they end up having a relationship. It's like, how good's this? Yeah, 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 that's awesome. I don't know why, but that just reminded me uh, of this. That's just the honey glow in my cheeks. Fucking <laughs> awesome. What right. a film. You haven't seen Wreck It Ralph. Fuck me. Great, great film. Now what other thing I Oh right, I didn't realise. I didn't know until doing a bit of, I did a little bit of research into this because <gasps> I did, I know, blasphemous. That I only ever played this prior because I bought I bought the Xbox off my mate Reds back in the UK when I completed it for the first time for Halo and Halo Two, and I never realised this was a cult. You could play the the first person walk or the story two player co op. Yeah. I never knew that. Yep. I so that yeah I think that's where it started my um couch like co op like mentality. I really like playing. Co-op You're younger games. than me, so yeah, that would have been you. I yeah. love. Like, Halo was, like, yeah, the introduction to it. And me and my friend used to play every single Halo together co-op because, yeah, because it was so good. It would have been so much fun. And especially when you're playing with the fucking Raptor. Um, But you could have, like, the Warthog. You could have had one in the back shooting and the other one flipping it every five seconds. Yeah, and you'd always argue about who gets to be the gunner. Yeah, because the driver's fucking going to get on the neck, that's why. Yeah, that's it. You're just, you're just like sitting there firing the gun and all of a sudden you've just flipped. Yeah. And, and you're just like, what are you doing? It's like, well, you drive then. No, I'm on the gun. You drive. You were just going around the... Honestly, right. I, I know I'm going back. To, I don't give a shit. You, I was doing the first bit of driving, right? And you go through these... Ta- you go through basically indoor... <laughs> I know exactly what right? you're talking about. I just went round the corner and it flipped. I was like, I even round the corner. 
There's a bump. Ow! There's a bump right in the entrance. It's like, just it's what great. The fuck? I fucking that's like the first level you're introduced to the warthog. They do not go easy on you. No. The, to get to the flat area where you can't flip, and then it puts jumps in there so you can flip uh, yeah. in the flat area. Um, it's just bumpy as all hell. Like but, the forerunners obviously saw this and went, ah, "Fuck you, humans! <laughs> We're gonna fuck you I, over." Yeah, I do not know why this is a negative. Flipping the flipping the warthog is one of my favorite. Again, it was, again, it was so fine. Fun. It was fine the first twenty six times. But again, <laughs> I'm trying to watch SummerSlam at the same time. So after I'm, the twenty sixth time, you got to start wondering: Is, is it, it the, me? Is it you? <laughs> like, is it the warthog, or is it <laughs> me? Maybe maybe you just got to learn to use this military equipment. <laughs> To its fullest, you know? Yeah, I think the problem could be fucking me. <laughs> I think it was. And look, okay. Do you know what the other thing was said about Carl? And, I, and this goes back to, again, me not being there at the time because I was a PlayStation boy, was the fact it had the ability to play 16 player LAN parties, oh which I never God. did. But that would have been because I never played the multiplayer, but I imagine like, the multiplayer was, as you said, what sold this game. But doing a 16-player LAN party. I did it on PC. Fuck off. I did it on PC. We we did, we did, we got it on it was, Halo. On Halo. It was what was great. that like? Oh, it was so fun. So the PC had the exclusive like maps. Yeah. Um, one of them was called Death Island. Yeah. Um, which is the silent cartographer island. Right. You've got the whole okay. island to play with, and you've got heaps of weapons, and there's teleporters and stuff. And yeah, it was so fun. I think we played in the computer lab at school or something like that. It was. Oh, it was amazing! That was screaming across the room at someone. Just yeah, fuck you! And you get you got to choose like you, um, your armor color. Red and, versus blue. And yeah, well, so if you're on teams, you had the red versus blue, but you could also like you could have purple, you could have like the lime green. There was black, and there's all these pretty colors, and everyone chose black. Yeah, because <laughs> every, everything is cool and black. Yeah, everything's cool and black. So you've just got all these black armored chiefs running around. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear the um the writers explain because now in Halo they always explain the multiplayer right Right, they they have explanations for it they they say oh you're not chief in this you are like Spartans doing training ops and stuff like that I'd love to hear what they say about the original one where you were literally all Master Chief yeah. It's just like, uh, they cloned a <laughs> they bunch cloned, of them. <laughs> they cloned Master Chief. That's, that's a lot of them. But I, you know what? You think now, you know, a 16 person LAN party would have been fucking incredible. I was back in the day, you know, we are, I am a lot older than you. That's oh, horrendous. But I was playing like the Mega Drive Super Nintendo where you're playing two player. Mm. When you did four player playing Micro Machines, that was like the fucking craziest thing ever. Then you had four player playing the N64. Come to Xbox, it has ports for four. And then you can go get. That space for four, yeah, for yeah, four. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and then four on the you got Xbox. sixteen, and unless you put the memory card thing in. Oh yeah, fuck that shit. But then you had sixteen players. But then nowadays, sixteen is like fuck that. Fortnite is like a hundred people. Yeah, but you can't play a hundred people right next to you. Like, and that's the co-op's died. Yeah, couch co-op well, has died. Couch such, co-op specifically, it's yeah. a shame. Because um, even we'd be playing, we could play this now. Or we couldn't because we got one control, but we could play it and go. Ugh. Oh, I'm fucking full screen. Fuck this shit. Go home, you. Yeah, Go that's... home and ring me on a monitor. Well, yeah, so every, um, like, when I was younger, every birthday I had, like, in my high school, mm. um, I, birthday would be LAN party. Mm-hmm. So we'd have the two TVs back-to-back, and we'd play uh, eight-player, and we'd have the one team on one side, one team on the other, and you'd walk around. If you were changing teams, you would walk around to the other side of the TV... So there was no screen There's shooting no going. There's no screen shooting. Oh, what's yeah. that? Um, it was it was so much fun, and my the best thing about it was not everyone knew how to play, but they understood that you know like 
in, in all the guns mm-hmm. in Halo with the multiplayer, you've got the the really high skill guns like the sniper rifle, high skill, high reward. But then you've got these lower guns like the needler, which That's follow. So good. But like. Everyone can use different weapons and like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, just so good because when I was playing it back in... This is me as a kid in Mario Kart Gold Knight the N64 version. Yeah, screen thingy was a problem. And everyone was like, fucking hell, you can fucking stop looking at my screen, dickhead. You know, we can see what you're doing. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, that's just... Oh. Did, you, did you ever put the cardboard up? The cardboard? Yeah, did you not... Okay. So, no. Oh. So, okay. so no, we went. We weren't that evolved. We are. Um. You know, the bottom player would get real close to the screen because we were kids and you know, square eyes were a thing. Um. But yeah, we. You'd get real close to the screen. You just put a bit of tape on the cardboard at the middle of the screen, and so you'd be sitting with the cardboard on top of your head, attached to the screen. So if you looked up, you'd just see cardboard, and the person would be on top, like on the chair, looking above you. And if they looked down, they'd just see cardboard. Um, they can't even oh see you, God. so you can't. So the split screen, you wouldn't be able to see each other. Could um, you imagine the advert for that on the TV? Look, it's got four player. Co-op. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever worked out four player. That would, <laughs> that would take some way, way smarter engineering from you. You'd I have mean, to have four people, like two people on the floor. Well, yeah, it'd, it'd be yeah, two people on the floor next to each other. Yeah, two just people, di- yeah. other people diagonal. Yeah, and you just have a, a slit in the in the um in the cardboard that's going vertical that Fucking you can hell. slide into the. You can make it work. You can make it sure. work. I'm sure someone's having a seizure at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fuck. like, uh, yeah, the the stuff you used to do to stop screen cheating. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, that's gonna be it. That'll be a DLC in its in its show one day. Now, look. Yes, there are some problems with Halo, and I have. Ranted. I think you've started every like like tangent, um, not tangent, but like the uh, into the next section. I think you've started it with yes, there are some problems with Halo. But I do. St- and I next just... one, I've got some problems with <laughs> Halo. Pro- and next one, you know, Halo's not perfect. <laughs> Fuck Halo. No, no, <laughs> that's, I, how, that's how I'm feeling. Right I have, now. I have Could to you just look start with this one and say this... Halo is amazing, but, but yeah, yeah, try like that. That's right. <laughs> Halo is amazing, but it has problems. <laughs> I can't, but the whole thing of this game, it, I will say, its legacy is something... And I had this chat, right, with Chris about Sonic. So I'm making sure that this goes after the Sonic show, I'm going to spoil that. I said Sonic was iconic in the sense of if you didn't have Sonic, you didn't have the console wars at all. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, Sonic is the most... like His character, without him, you don't have any of this. You really don't. But Mike, but basically, do I think Halo is as big as that? Possibly. Yes, it established Microsoft on the market. But what it did do more importantly, it established the dual analog. And it established um, basically what first-person shooters could be. What a story-driven game could be on a first-person shooter. That I will give to Halo. And what are the biggest games that sell at the moment? First-person shooters. Yeah. Well, I I don't think that um, Chief himself would like if you if you talk about the console wars, like Xbox versus PlayStation, you don't bring up Chief first Crash Bandicoot or anything no. like that, right? Chief, Chief Chief is not part of the console wars in that in that sense, but at the same time, he brought Microsoft to the table to the table, like exactly like we all laughed at them by the start. We're like, ah, fuck off. But yeah, like if you were if you were playing Xbox. You were talking about Halo, yeah, like a hundred percent. Yeah, Halo was your defense in the console wars. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't say like, oh, Chief is so much better. Like, no, no, it's Halo itself. The game, like, the game was awesome because of Chief, but 
like Halo the game was your defense in Halo in the console Xbox. wars. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so like yeah, in those games that was like Sony exclusive, I remember mm-hmm. having discussions with my Discussions, quotation marks, arguments. arguments. Yeah, <laughs> um, with with my mates about it, and like uh, it was just going back to yeah, but like, have you played the library? Like, oh, oh you, come on, mm. come on, that was a gauntlet. Yeah, it was. That, to that's be fair, a it was a gauntlet. Age, that's a coming of age thing. <laughs> yeah, you need to do the library. Get the library done. Library, you come back to me. library on legendary and. You're not a man if you don't. I, I, I'm not even attempting that. You're I, attempting I, it. No, I was, you're attempting I was, it. I was half debating buying um, the three. Was it the Xbox One to get the legendary collection? Oh yeah, the anniversary. Yeah. Just the anniversary, just so I could say, "Cool." I'm still debating that because one day I will have to. Uh, I will have to probably fork out for some point because if this show keeps going, the Xbox One will become retro at some point. <laughs> Oh, I love this. this well, is- eventually, right? You think about it. Everyone's retro is defined. I define my retro as the, the earliest age as the NES or the um, the Master System, right? Well, yeah, that's how I I would think of retro as well. But I definitely throw the uh, PlayStation One and X uh, and Xbox Two. But eventually, like oh, my little brothers may say the PS3 is retro because they that's what he grew up with. Well, th- th- I think yeah, because when I think of like Dark Souls, Dark Souls was a uh, PlayStation Three game. Yeah, 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 and I'm like. Oh no, that's a that's a retro game. And I, like, I did that. I did the that. Fallout the Masters. They're on. They're on PlayStation Three. And it's like, oh no. Yeah, so eventually we'll be covering Halo. Was it Halo? Halo Three. That's Halo Three. Was on the 360. Halo Reach was on the 360, and then Halo Four was on the 360, and then got ported onto the Xbox One. So Halo 4 was the last Halo on the yeah, I will be Look, we will do all the Halos, and that means I'll have to buy consoles because, yeah, if you want to play Halo 3, I need an Xbox 360. Well, I've got the collection at home. Woohoo! <laughs> Come round, let's do some co-op. Let's do, oh, fuck, that Catch co-op, course. yes. Yeah, sorry, Queen, what am I doing? I'm sorry you and Hiccups, you're on your own. Why, I'm going to play Halo, Halo with Jared <laughs> for fucking hours. Bye! We need, we need to slay the government. It, it's for humanity. And it's for humanity. You know what? <laughs> Do the you que- not love humanity? You know what the queen will say to that? She'll look at you and tell you to fuck off. That's what she will. <laughs> That's why I'll get you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, safety first. Safety first, Daniel. Now, if you were to score this out of ten, right? I'm. Not, I, I will say I'm not saying putting today's eyes on it. If you're gonna look at, you can look so, at everything. Legacy. What would you give it out of ten? So I'm like, I was thinking real hard about this, right? I'm gonna say it's a seven. Now, wow! Now, wow! I give that a seven. Like, wow! I, I would say that's rather low. Yeah, but I give it a seven because I know what's coming. Ah, uh, right. Okay. I okay. know what's coming up. Right. Okay. And in my head, the ten is is like is on here. The 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 ten Halo exists, and I would say multiple ten Halos. I was going to say, I, I, I haven't booked you in for those episodes. Am I giving? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <clears throat> <clears throat> I thought this would be implied, Danny. You should know by now. I'll have someone else. I'll have people messaging me going, I thought I was doing Halo 2. I thought I was doing Halo Fuck off. Um, if, I, if I hear a Halo 2 come up, 
I'm coming and breaking your door down. I'm, I'm getting you to re-record it with me, and you'll have two Halo 2 episodes. Literally, I have, I have Chris from the Retro Hangover podcast, and he's always like, I can do that. I was like, fuck, he can do that. I haven't done that. Final Fantasy V, I'll do that. So he'll probably be like, oh, I'll do Halo 2. It'll be fine, you four as well. But okay. I'll do it with him. I'll happily do it with him. But you're not doing it without me. No, doing it. I will, I, no, I'll have you on. So you're giving it a seven. I'll give it a wow. seven. Wow. Okay. So I've got, uh, I've got a long way to go, and I've just released some my own methane gas. So I do apologise. I've just done a grunt <laughs> thing, and what a way to finish this show. Um, someone hit me from the back, and it's released my methane gas pad. Um, I'll probably give it an. I'm going to give it an eight point five. I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I it, it, going going with like the impact it had. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a nine, but um, I I think the game. No, actually, do you know what? I know, I'm going to give it a nine um, because you know, because again, I had suddenly the flood flash into my head, and that got that extra point because I was not expecting the flood, no idea of the flood, and that changed the game dramatically from just a simple army shooter in space to a horror game. To a basically, yeah, you know fight. what? I, can I change my? Yeah, you I can just, change your I score. I just realized this is what started the Halo. You can franchise. change your score. I'm so giving it a nine. I, yeah, a fuck it, nine. I really wanted to give it a higher score, but I was like, oh, you know, the higher one, it might lessen the later lessen, ones. But yeah, if you no, say, fuck it, nine. You're nine. right. There we this, go. This started the Halo franchise. Without this, I wouldn't have my favorite Halo games. I wouldn't have the years of Halo. Yeah, yeah fuck it, nine. Nine. Maybe, maybe a ten, but I, I, I can't give it the 10 because 10 goes to you'll be you'll because we've got work of recording another podcast after this he's probably gonna finish that and then he's like oh i'm on 9.5 and then he'll go home tonight and ring me up at two o'clock in the morning danny danny shit 10 10 10 <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible with the number system i remember what well, was crash bandicoot i did and I, I gave it a really low score and you guys bagged me out for it and on the way home i'm driving with my brother i'm like you're both right. I should have given a higher score. <laughs> on, like, on reflection, I, I let myself. I'm pretty down. sure I, d- I gave it nothing but like good, good like the whole way through. Yeah, I was just like, yes, it's amazing. Oh, it's awesome. Yes, this is the best. Oh my god, six. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it's the typical podcast review. Yeah. Just like it's like best podcast I've ever listened to. Uh, I recommend this to everyone in, uh, that I know. Two out of five. <laughs> Like yeah, cons none. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's my. I'm that's a, the that, way you look at it. Yeah, that's. The, I'm a terrible reviewer when it comes to numbers. So uh, we'll wait to see when the ten out of ten Halo comes because it will come probably a while, but it's gonna come at some point. Oh yes, so oh, it's coming. Sure. Um, before we sign off, on. I have one thing to say. The music. Oh, the music. We didn't talk about the music. Fuck, you're not talking about the music. And and. I when I I used to do um orchestra when I was younger. Yeah. Um. So we had the the full strings and percussion and everything and the winds and I they were a bunch of not nerds like you and me. They were the smart nerds, you know. Uh, mm. Very. So they didn't know what Halo was. So mm. you gave them music sheets. I got the music notation for it all, and we got to play the Halo theme song. Fuck! And I was the percussionist on that. Oh, fuck! That would have been. Dun, it dun, dun, was. Dun, dun, dun. It was majestic. No, honestly, oh. okay, we'll we'll sign off on this. You find me apart from maybe maybe the Skyrim music, right? The ho ho dun, 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 Dragonborn, right? Yeah. You find me a song which starts off so beautifully and then gets you so hyped for battle. You're like, fucking just give me a gun now and send me into war. That is so yeah, fucking Yeah, I, I have no idea what was going through Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore's mind when they were just like, you know what we need to start this legendary space battle? 
we need some lovely uh, choir music. Yes. That's just oh, and you see the videos of people that like as soon as they get into an echoey cave or they go in the toilets or something like that. <laughs> it's just like these people. Oh, I whenever I go caving, like as soon as I find an echoey cave, just. Oh, and everyone in the cave just starts doing it with you. I was going to say, it'd be worse if you're on your own, and suddenly someone just goes, Oh, <laughs> that's it. Where did you come from? Where did you fucking come and die? But yeah, the, oh. the music starts off so good. The soundtrack is amazing. Like I said, I listen to it all the yeah, time. Music is incredible. And it only gets better in the later ones. Right, there we go. Right. Because otherwise we'll be here all day. Yeah. Fucking we would. Because, it, it, yeah, it's a great game. It's a great game. Nines. Nines. You stick with nine. I'm staying with... Ah, I want to give it a ten, but Fuck it's a off. nine. Stick it's a nine. nine. It's a nine. Right. Well, Jared, thank you very much. No worries. Um, we're going to have a quick break. Well, we're going to have a quick break because we're going to go with the next game. But we'll be seeing everyone soon. So, Jared, thank you very much. And I can't wait to have you on again in a few minutes' time. <laughs> oh, or a, a couple of weeks couple for of weeks. you guys. A couple of weeks for everyone else. <laughs> All right, cheers. And that was episode 35 and Halo Combat Evolved for the Xbox. Xbox? Xbox? Box. So yeah, what a way to finish the podcast with absolute shite. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you very much for Jared for coming on. As of always, it's always a great time. I'll see everyone next week for a different game. Until then, take care of yourselves. My name's been Danny Carroll. Bye-bye. <laughs>